Fosha joins me today. Ken is the owner of Drowsy Water Gist Ranch here in Grand County. He's going to tell us a little bit about how Dude Ranch has started and all the fun things you can do at his ranch this summer. So sit back and enjoy. Howdy, Ken. Howdy. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Okay. Good. Not riding horses today because it's still winter time. It's still winter, and we're supposed to get another storm. I saw. Got you have about another what six weeks? Hopefully less than that. Hopefully less than that. <laughs> we open May thirtieth. May thirtieth. All right. Well, Ken, how long have you had Drowsy Water Ranch? It's been a dude ranch since the late thirties. Was through several different owners, and Randy Sue and I bought it in nineteen seventy-seven. So we've had it forty-six years. <laughs> you always tell the funniest story on how dude ranching started. So how did dude ranching start? Dude ranching sort of started years ago when people back east wanted wanted to see what the cowboy life was like, and they started. They came out and went to ranches and stuff like that. Well, then pretty soon the ranchers figured that sometimes the the dudes would pay more than the cows would. And so they started building more accommodations for them and people would come out and sort of uh, play cowboys for a week or whatever. In the early days, people would stay sometimes for half the summer or something like that, too, uh, when they were getting away. But that, that's back in the 30s and stuff, in the early 40s and stuff. It evolved It evolved into more of a family vacation as time went on and where people would just spend a week or two weeks or something and play cowboys for the week and so forth. When, if somebody comes to your ranch, what would a week look like? The well, one thing, they're, in, they're away from the city and in the mountains, okay, first off. The typical week is, you know, we, we handle about 50 to 55 guests a week, which is... Uh, mostly families during the prime part of the summer and so forth and uh they would they come out and uh and they enjoy uh, all their meals and accommodations, uh, horseback riding, evening entertainment, and so forth. And horseback riding is still the primary activity of any of any dude ranch. So a lot of the people have never really ridden horses. Few of them have ridden, but they're riding in the mountains. So uh, they get up to see some beautiful scenery and stuff of the Continental Divide and so forth. Our program includes, of course, all three meals a day and their accommodations with maid service, uh, and we also do a lot of evening entertainment every evening. We have a country country dance night where people do some line dancing. And we used to do square dancing, but that's sort of out a little bit anymore. But And uh, then we have the night. So one night we have a hayride for the kids where they have a campfire and cookout. And then uh, the adults have sort of a semi-gourmet candlelight dinner that night. We do, then one of the other nights of the week, the adults will go on a hayride and uh, have a campfire with a song sing. And the kids have play night at the ranch. One thing that we do that I don't think a lot of other ranches do is on our Wednesday nights, we have a family carnival, which is sort of like uh, when people were in grade school, they had little carnivals where they played, throw the ball at at the hole in the wall and all that kind of stuff. So we do that and it's a whole family night of fun and you know just uh, simple entertainment that way and we give out prizes and so forth and then uh, we end the week on friday nights with a staff show and we have a whole stage set up with lights and everything and the staff puts on some skits and entertainment mimics some of the things the guests did during the week saturday 
Saturday, we have a picnic lunch at noon and people depart after lunch. It's a six night stay and we then go and clean everything, get it all ready for the next guests who are coming the Sunday afternoon. You know what I love about the Dude Ranch vacation is that kids get to be kids. They don't bring out their computers and they don't miss it. That's right. And uh, sometimes... Uh, they will bring that stuff and think they have to use it. And of course, we don't get very good internet out here anyway. So uh, they, That's a plus. Yeah, that's, well, that's good. It's a good family vacation. And I think that everybody, moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas, uh, all of them enjoy it. It's a pretty big business among all the ranches for uh, family reunion type things where grandma and grandpa don't, it's hard to get together with their family if they're in different parts of the country. And so they get together here for a week's vacation and, you know, they, grandma and grandpa don't have to worry about entertaining them or anything. And it's a, it's pretty good, uh, pretty big business for a lot of the dude ranches. So. Well, and I remember, remember being at your ranch and the Sunday night when you have everybody introduce themselves and there was a guy there that said he had visited the ranch when he was a young boy and he wanted to bring his family to experience what he had experienced at that age and I just thought that was so neat. Right. And we we still get that sometimes. Sometimes people who were guests before we even owned the ranch, you know, as a kid, like you say, they brought their grandkids back and stuff now. That's so neat. Well, your ranch is also, I think, unique in the fan and the fact that your two boys and their family are actively involved in the ranch. That's right. Uh, it's a sort of <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> families working together. We work pretty good together. Yeah, everybody has their duties. Randy and I are able to step back a little from what we had to do all by ourselves when we were raising the kids. And so now Justin and Greta's, they pretty much do a lot of the office and uh, kind of stuff. And Ryan, they, you know, Ryan runs all the horse program and the maintenance and, and his wife does all of the housekeeping and stuff, heads that department. So Greta's the head chef and during the summer and where Randy did that for years, now she took it over. So that's good. Yeah. Well, Ken, we kind of talked about some unique differences with your ranch compared to other, but is there something that really stands out that does differentiate you from the other ranches in Grand County? I think some, somewhat we're in our own little private valley, for one thing. Yeah. And the, a lot of the other ones are a little bit closer to the highways and stuff like that. So people are feel a little more isolated when they're back here. And this, I guess we just have a good family program and everything. So You do. And you also have a hot tub that's and swimming pool on site, too. And I know that the hot tub gets a lot of use. Uh, yes, it we could use a lot bigger hot tubs sometimes. <laughs> uh, mostly, yes, you could. Mostly used by the adults after they get done riding a horse for 12 hours. Right. It's not an. It's not something that we do very often set around a big horse or set upon a big horse. Yeah. Let me say a few minutes of, uh, of history a little bit. Oh, sure. Please. Drowsy Water started back in the 30s. There's some older ranches by a, a clothes salesman from Chicago who uh, they had some horses in Chicago and he just... He was an entertainer. And when they started it, they actually had a, uh, well, whatever the name of the railroad was back then, the railroad, which goes through Gann County, actually had a train stop and station for Drowsy Water Ramp. And so the train would come and drop off the guests down on the highway a couple miles down towards Ryan, you know, Windy Gap area. And they'd bring the stagecoach down there and pick them up and haul them up to the ranch uh, for their week's vacation. And then as time went on, you know, cars and everything became a lot more, more of the transportation than trains. 
And so uh, that sort of went out of the way. That was a unique thing that Drowsy Water had. So Ken, was that was there a train station right by Windy Gap, or did they make a special stop just for the guests of, of Drowsy Water? It was more it was more a flag stop or whatever, but they had a little roof shelter there. Well, that is a nice little history. I like hearing that. And I know, did most of the guests come from the East Coast back in the 30s? I think they did, as, as far as I know. You yeah. Know, it was really a, you know, kind of a special vacation uh, for them. A lot of them would spend, it wasn't just a weekly thing lots of times. People would sometimes spend two or three or four weeks at the ranch. Wow. They, uh, back then, they had a whole cattle operation. They were did a little bit more you know, cowboy type stuff. We do have a cattle operation and everything too, but it's not really worked into the family thing so much. Uh, so. Well, you know, I feel like the Dude Ranch vacation is one of the most relaxing vacations that one can take because you don't really realize how censored overload we get with the news and our phones. So I like the idea that your internet service is a little spotty. I think that's that's good. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a plus. Well, Ken, thank you so much. You're welcome. And I'll see you on Thursday. That's right. Yeah. Okay.